guys, it's Tony Robbins. You're listening to Habits and Hustle. Crush it. Today's podcast, we have two beautiful Brazilian ladies who are not just beautiful, but super smart. And they're going to tell us all about this extraordinary product ingredient that they basically founded that truly does help reverse aging. And this is the whole purpose of why we're doing this podcast, you guys, is because again, like these are all very like hashtag friendly trending things like the word longevity, anti-aging, like, you know, how do we live for forever basically? And how do we look like we are 30 when we're like 80? And so when I find something that is revolutionary and that really does work in terms of helping you with your skin, your anti-aging, whatever it might be. I want to really kind of promote it and really kind of expose it and give it some awareness. So these lovely ladies created something called One Skin. One Skin is a brand, and I wouldn't call it just a skincare, skin health, And right? Would you say skin health? Yeah, we actually say skin longevity. Skin longevity. And we're going to get right, we're going to get into it. And what it does is basically is reversing the signs of aging from a molecular level. So it works. And that's why I'm like, you guys have to come on this podcast. I want you guys to talk about your story. They're also like, they're very entrepreneurial and they're doing something so revolutionary. And so I'm very happy to have them on. So the first one is Carolina and her partner in crime. There's actually four, but I only have two is Alessandra, right? And I want to talk about your backgrounds, but thank you very much for being on the podcast. Absolutely. So let's start with you, Carolina. What is your background? How did you guys even become, you guys are obviously good friends, best friends. You can tell there's much more of a bond than just like, I work with each other. You know, we work with each other. Can you kind of just tell us the origin story of who you both are, what your backgrounds are, and how you even, you know, came up with the idea of developing this whole line? Yeah, sure. So we are both, as you said, originally from Brazil. We met in 2009 when we were doing our master's and PhD in the same lab. And so I got a PhD in stem cell biology and tissue engineering. I was always... Um, what does that even mean? <laughs> <laughs> like uh, in stem cell biology and tissue... I didn't even know yeah. there was a PhD in that. Yeah. yeah, so basically what we were doing at that time, we were replicating human tissues in the lab yeah. in order to develop new therapies, new treatments. So my PhD, for example, was focused on this disease called macular degeneration. So I was replicating like retinous cells derived from stem cells. So stem cells is a type of cell that can generate any kind of cells in our body. So I was basically generating retinous cells from stem cells in order to use them for transplantation in humans. This was still in the research side, but potentially could become like a therapy to treat this disease that's macular degeneration. And Alessandra was studying skin regeneration. Yeah, I was already like very interested on, especially on wound healing, how we can like promote a better wound healing. So I dedicated my PhD on like replicating skins in the lab, like using stem cells at that time to like help uh, maximize the wound healing in big, large burns and big wounds. 
Wow. Okay. And how long is that program? You, you guys look like you're 12. <laughs> the, pro, the product works because you guys look so young. I mean, how old are you guys? I'm 37 okay, and how, I'm 36. So. Wow. Okay. And yeah. so how long were these, how long, so you say PhD. So how long were you in school for? for uh, so the PhD in Brazil is four years. We did master's before that's an, an additional two years. So we were studying at least like six years before we started to translate the science that we were doing in academia to create something out of it. Basically, you know, our first like entrepreneur project back in Brazil in 2014. And then eventually in 2016, we got the opportunity to come to the U.S. to join a biotech accelerator. Oh, okay. Uh, yeah. So basically the first project that we started in Brazil didn't work out. We learned a lot, but we saw that we needed to be in a place that would really support like innovation and disruptive technologies. And San Francisco was the best place mm -hmm. to be. So we applied to this accelerator called IndieBio. And IndieBio was really... What was it called? IndieBio. IndieBio? Indie yeah. Okay. yeah. And IndieBio is very special because it's the main accelerator that's focused on biotech. So they help scientists like us to become entrepreneurs because... Oh. We, you know, yeah. in academia, we don't know anything how to start a company. We yeah. love the science that we're doing. Like, okay, I want to translate this science. I want to help people. But how I do that? And then in the bio, basically help you basically to tailor your, you know, your ideas and, and find what we call like product market fit, right? Like you have so much that you can do, but how you can combine one specific one specific like science or technology with a very clear need or demand in the market. Right. Yeah. So I moved here in 2016 and initially the goal was to grow human skins in the lab to replace animal testing. So at that point, we were already like focusing on growing tissues in the lab, primarily skin, and we want to help basically substitute like animal experimentation so oh, cosmetic yeah. kind of you know so you, you wanted to kind of take away that element yeah, of like exactly. animal testing did you guys move together because you said you moved i moved yeah. first and alessandra joined me one year later so at this point when you moved to the, the u.s of san francisco this wasn't even an idea. It wasn't even a concept. You were here doing something totally different. And then you moved out, you moved here basically to do the same thing she was doing, right? Helping with like eliminating with the animal testing. first. Yeah. So when we started and Carol started here, we had no idea that we would end having a product. Like we were scientists and we wanted like to continue doing research and kind of like developing something that has an outcome from our research and the knowledge that we got together, like from our PhDs and even like postdocs, things that we studied before. Makes sense. So in the beginning, we were like scientists researching how we can understand like the aging process of the skin and replicate this in the lab to really validate if products in the market they are actually promoting skin rejuvenation or not. Right. So then what was kind of your findings? Like who said, like, how did it come to be that you're like, hey, I want to create this skin care line yeah. or I'm going to find this. Oh, like Their big ingredient is called OSO1, which is like a peptide yeah. uh, that you own the patent on. Yes. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And just by, by the way, like even before we started this podcast, I asked you, I'm like, do you guys sell that particular ingredient to other people? Because other people I know asked me to ask you because it is very effective, right? Yeah. And yeah. 
you guys were able to get the patent? Is it patent pending? Is it? It's already approved in a few countries in in the UK, and is the right. la, in the last yeah. stages of you know approval here in the US. And how did this whole happen? So tell me how it yeah. happened. So now you're both in the US, okay? Yeah. And you guys are doing your your stuff yeah. like with the other with your others yeah. with your and other are, business. Basically, we're inside the lab. We are doing research. We are scientists every day going to the lab and like. Uh, understanding what's changing when a skin is young versus an old skin. Yeah. And when I put a product on top of this old skin, what yeah. happens to this skin? Which markers like changes? This skin produce more collagen? Yes or no. This skin like reduces inflammation? Yes or no. This skin like the markers of aging, the biological age of this skin is being changed or not. So this is what we were doing like on the, our first years, the two first years of one skin. And then we soon realized that most of the products out there, and this is a crowded market. There is so many products every day being launched. Like the market is so strong on like, this is science backed. This has like this potential. And we were testing and one like in the very beginning, like very expensive products we oh, they yeah. took to the lab. And uh, when we saw the results, we were like, okay, I was doing the experiments. I was like, I think I did something wrong because the skin looks worse than before. The no treatment. way. And I was like, Carol, look at this. Like, and we analyzed the data and I like, okay, let me repeat some yeah. more times. And I repeated over and over. The result was the same. And we were like, oh, this was supposed to be our gold standard. Yeah. And, no uh, way. Stop it. Yes. So you were testing. Like just a best selling, very expensive, expensive. anti-aging product. Okay, yeah. this is known to be like, you know, the anti-aging product. Yeah. And then we applied it to the skin and the skin starts basically to degenerate. <laughs> the, the formula was so bad that the, the skin, the skin yeah. cells start really to change the morphology and like they were dying. Yeah. And then we looked at each other like, this is really bad. And then we were seeing like, there are so many products out there, but none of them is really targeting aging. Yeah. Like uh, they are... You know, trying to make your skin to look better, maybe look better in the short term, but in the long term can be like compromising your skin health. So that's when we saw, okay, the main ingredient in this in the anti-aging industry is retinol. Retinol was not developed like to target aging itself. It does have some anti-aging effects that we can talk about that, but also has some side effects, as we also know. And then we have all these other products that are claiming to be anti-aging and they are actually like causing more damage than good. Like what? Tell skin. me. Well, we don't like to share like the brands, but why? Uh, <laughs> I want to know. Can you, I mean, I want to know what brands because to me, I, I I can I'm gonna guess. You could you could don't say yes or no, but everyone loves. Oh my God, it's like so expensive. Oh God. Oh my God. It got yeah. bought by a big a big company. Uh, no, it is a big company. Is it La Mer? Did you test La Mer? We already test most of like the, yeah. the products yeah. out there. Like I see that. your face. <laughs> okay, so that's interesting. So I'm going to say it's going to be La Mer, but or whatever it is. Because what I find so... In, this is exactly why I want you guys on. Because it is such a crowded market. Yeah. And people don't know what they don't know. And marketing, like if you have a huge budget to spend, yeah. Yeah. you know, you can, you can make false claims all day. How many people are going to go and take it to a lab and like and check test. out and yeah. test it yeah. and see what actually works, what doesn't work. And the reality is like the majority of the stuff is garbage and nonsense. Yeah. And so that's why when I like met you, when I met this product, met you guys, whatever, I was like, this is actually something that is changing. That is an ingredient that when, I, when I'm telling you other brands and other people are like, Hey, can I license that 
that mm-hmm. product yeah. and make yeah. my own, you know there's something yeah. backing yeah. it. So you're saying that also, which is I find very interesting, Carolina, that not only can these other products, this is what I want people to know, could don't work, they actually can be doing additional damage yeah. to your skin. Yeah. That's what I find interesting. Yeah. And one, one like hint that we can give is like, check the list of the ingredients of some of these products and go to a website like EWG, Mm -hmm. I don't know if you're familiar, and you are going to see the rank of those ingredients. If they're like on the red, you know, side and they're really toxic, we can clearly see a correlation in the lab. Like when the list of ingredients is really bad, the skin will be affected, they'll be damaged. And when the product has like more clean and safe and more efficacious ingredients, then we see the opposite. So the skin reacts really, you know, well to those ingredients and we can really see this correlation. So that's one, you know, hint that we give to our customers or to anyone out there. Like if you're in doubt of the product that you are using, check the list of ingredients Mm -hmm. and see what's the score. Because you guys don't have like the tool that we have that's really like seeing the how the skin reacts and you know we can see the levels of inflammation we can see the levels of like genes related to aging and it's pretty interesting those levels go up when they should go down and it's it's just like a a little bit uh, yeah surprising and it is surprising tell me about retinol though you're gonna say that retinol because everybody uses yeah that's like the og like everyone thinks that that's like the answer the panacea to anti-aging Yeah, so basically how retinol works is inducing like cell renewal, right? So it's going to cause a little bit of a burning to your skin. So it it removes like the upper layers of your skin. You are growing like a newer, a fresher skin, not necessarily a younger skin, but you are inducing like that cell renewal. In this process, when we test in the lab and Alessandra has like beautiful histologies that we can see like the upper layers coming up, we see that... uh, unfortunately a lot of the genes related to inflammation and aging goes up so this could be like temporary in terms of uh, there is an acute phase of the retinol when your skin is like reacting to it but obviously we also know that retinol works by causing some damage right it basically insults your skin so your skin will react and it will be like you know kind of uh, fresher it does induce collagen production so there is this you know benefit but comes with you know the potential side effect of like inflammation redness and all the peeling that uh, who uses retinol knows i was using retinol for years first like to treat acne that i had a lot of acne when i was younger and then for its anti-aging effects until we tested in the lab and i was like okay this it's supposed to be anti-aging this is inducing aging i'm gonna stop using wow this. and how long does it take for those induction of aging to start take place it's right really away 24 hours 24 the first hours. use yeah. yeah so it could be that if you use red now today and you stop like tomorrow yeah. if, if yeah. you you know alternate like two or three days a week that those genes can go down. So it could be that you can find a way that you combine retinol in your routine that you are not always causing too much damage and you, you get like the best of it. But if you use consistently and if you're always like causing these, you know, 
make your skin more like susceptible because you're basically removing your skin barrier, right? When you're yeah. removing the upper layers, you, your skin is, is kind of naked for, you know, a little bit and then it will regrow that skin barrier. So our, usually our recommendation, either like you use like in a very sparse way or if you are sensitive and you can't, to you can't tolerate retinol, you can find other options yeah. like one skin that can yeah. do the same or better without the side effects. Yeah. What we see, it's kind of like the retinol can improve the appearance of the skin, but it actually like the aging process that's occurring on your skin, this is not being changed. So that's what I don't understand. If it looks younger, why? But how can it look younger? It's just the surface. Because it's on the surface. Yeah. Oh. Have you seen people that done a lot of treatment and you yeah. feel that their skin's like thin and a little? It's it's very like kind of. Uh, it could be like wrinkle free, but the skin is not healthy and internally yeah, yeah, yeah. it's not yeah. younger. You know. So I guess my question to you is, if it looks healthy, that's like looking it looks, at. A it looks like younger not necessarily healthy yeah that's what i say this is kind of the same analogy as like you can look fit and strong but really be unhealthy inside yeah. like you yes. can have like yes, exactly. lots of different different ailments and yeah. sicknesses or whatever yeah but you can but you may look yeah. thin yeah. and you may look like you're no muscular yeah so it's the same thing but then does it catch up with you eventually is that what happens like you can only look young for so long because i'll take it if that's the case. <laughs> i mean if it's gonna like make me look good i'll do it i mean i'm gonna but put breath on my both, like yeah if you can look younger and be yeah. younger biologically that's like the goal yes right? that, that's the goal so, and yeah. this is what started to happen like we started doing this research testing products seeing what was happening and realizing that they were not targeting what's causing the aging process of yeah. the skin. And because we came from this background of science and research, we were like aware of like what's causing skin aging and not only skin aging, what causes aging on our whole body. So understanding that. I want to know. So there are like actually 12 hallmarks of aging, 12 changes that happens in the cellular and the molecular level of our body that makes the deterioration of each tissue and we start like declining like the, the good aspect of our body uh, or, or the functionality of our tissues with time. So wait a second, so at what age do we start, does our skin start to decline in health and aging? Like when does it actually start to age? From a molecular perspective, we see a huge shift around the age of 30. Yeah, 30. Yeah, but this is basically a result of damage that has been accumulated like over like yeah. 30 years. And 30 this depends years. on exactly. a lot of the lifestyle. <laughs> <laughs> and it depends on the it. lifestyle. Some people can get yeah. this like a little bit earlier. Yeah. But there is an average if we look like to the DNA of like skin samples from very young to old, there is this shift around 30 years yeah. old. Okay, that's my first question. The second question is just in terms of when you say skin health, right? The health of the skin versus the way it looks. Mm -hmm. It can look healthy but not be healthy. Yeah. Tell me what that means. Does that mean that you can tell me yeah. what that means? So, I mean, the, the skin is our largest organ. Yeah. It's in contact with our whole body. Yeah. So it has a very like important function to protect our body from the external aggressors. So it's really a barrier that avoids that pollution, that microorganism and UV light penetrates and damage the inside yeah. of our body. If this skin starts to be too fragile, you are like increasing the inflammation that's occurring on the skin. 
So with aging, like if you're accumulating damage on your skin, on your whole body and increasing this inflammation level on the skin, because it's the largest organ of your body, you can actually be uh, contributing to excess of inflammation inside your body. That, so that to me is so, it makes perfect sense, yeah. right? Like to me, it's common sense. If your yeah. skin is your biggest organ yeah. of your body, yeah. right? And it's the what that it, it penetrates into everything yeah. else yeah. inside. Yeah. Why has nobody ever spoken about skin health being yeah. as important as it really is? Like they're worrying about like the minutia of yeah. things, yeah. but like at the end of the day, like whatever you're putting on your skin yeah. goes, and it's such a thin layer that's protecting, yeah. it just goes right into your dermis, yeah. right? Yeah. And it gives I mean, you... Yeah, not everything goes right in because it, it forms a barrier for, it's, it's a physical barrier. So it protects off most things that, you know, can't, getting into your skin. So very small molecules can get in, for example, the peptide that we have, we can see that it penetrates. But some bad ingredients can also get in. But we needed to be careful with that. For example, with the retinol, if you are exfoliating or if you are, you know, exposing your skin, then you you're, you're, you lose your barrier and then more things can get into your skin. Yeah. So your skin Irritate is more... even more yeah, your skin. Yeah. Okay. That makes sense. It makes sense. Yeah. And then... Because I, I wanted to ask you about reversing whatever damage. Like, yeah. I have tons of sun damage. Can you reverse the sun damage with the product? Yes. Well, we have data showing Alessandra did this experiment. Yeah. So what, what's causing, like, also damage, and especially UV light, when it, you expose your skin to excess of UV light, you damage cells that become so damaged that they don't proliferate anymore, but they start secreting inflammation on your skin. This is the damage on the skin. And these cells, they are known scientifically as senescent cells. Or like I can say, cells. Yeah, senescent okay. cells. Or I can say zombie cells. So our cells that are damaged, that should like uh, be gone red on our, like eliminated from our body, but they continue there and they accumulate this damage. So uh, sun makes a lot of that. Okay, so why don't they, why don't, why don't they leave? So like, usually they, <laughs> when we are young, like yeah. when we are in our 20s, like our immune system is very good on eliminating this, those damages. Okay. But yeah, up. they clear them up. But with time, and if your immune system is not as healthy anymore, you start like not being able to eliminate those cells as well as when you are young. So they stick there, they accumulate, and what they are secreting, like it's contributing to more deterioration of the tissue. On the skin, for instance, is contributing to breakdown of the collagen. It's not like it's diminishing the replacement of the epidermal layer, so the renewal of the epidermal layer, and causing inflammation on the tissue. And leading eventually to sagging, fine yeah. lines, and wrinkles. So if we can recap, like... We have been studying one of the main processes that leads to aging. That's the accumulation of those damaged, damaged also called senescent cells. Those zombie cells, they build up in our tissues as we grow older. Yeah. And the accumulation of those cells is associated with several age-related diseases. And in the skin is associated with the signs of skin aging. Like what? Like wrinkles, no, they have other diseases. What other diseases? Ah, ah, the if they accumulate in your heart, cardiovascular disease. If they accumulate in your brain, Alzheimer's, uh, Parkinson. So those damaged cells, it's a common process that's happening in our tissue because those cells are en entering the like the end of the cycle of like rep the, yeah. the reproduction. Yeah, reproduction. Yeah. Reproduction. 
Widely acknowledged as a leader in business leadership information, Harvard Business Review provides information, tools, and practical advice on leadership, management, and strategy through the hbr.org website, their print publication, and their podcasts. The site hbr.org is updated with great new business management articles daily and include key insights to those interested in practical advice for better business management. Some examples of recent articles show the breadth of HBR's coverage. Plus, HBR produces a number of leading business podcasts. They are HBR and Leadership to HBR IdeaCast, insightful and helpful business leadership and decision-making information, and tools from the best in the business world. While much of Harvard Business Review's content is available for free after signing up on their site, subscriptions to unlimited content start at only $10 a month. Go to www.hbr.org slash subscriptions and enter promo code HABITS right now to take advantage of this great offer. Again, go to www.hbr.org slash subscriptions and enter promo code HABITS to learn more about this great opportunity to help manage your career and business. So if you guys have been listening to the podcast for a while, you know that I do not mess around when it comes to anti-aging or longevity. And I absolutely love realistic things you can do every day to help support the process easily. And I've recently started taking a brand new omega-3 supplement called Green Fat. Green Fat was created by the founder of Perfect Bar, and he basically knocked it out of the park. They're all about anti-anti-aging, or as they call it, pro-aging, which of course I can definitely get behind. And it's made a big difference in my overall well-being. If you guys didn't know, healthy fats or omega-3s are key to your everyday function, and it's also known to improve your skin, your hair, your eyes, your joints, your cognitive functioning, and your cardiovascular health. And I absolutely love the fact that it's packed with five essential fatty acids, as opposed to most omega-3 supplements only have two or three. I'm telling you guys, this is a real game changer. Go to greenfat.com with the code HUSTLE20 and you'll get 20% off your order. And the best part is they offer you a money-back guarantee with free shipping, meaning they'll refund every penny you paid for it if you do not feel a difference within two weeks. So you're trying it totally risk-free. So remember, go to greenfat.com and use the code HUSTLE20. And let me tell you, you will thank me later. So you're saying that, how do you pronounce it? Senescent cells? Senescent cells. Senescent. That's with the accent. It's hard. (laughs) Say it one more time. Senescent. Senescent cells. Yeah. So you can have senescent cells on your skin or in your heart or in your brain. So it's all on your joints. So it's not only for skin. It's not just for the skin. But your product obviously is focusing on the senescent 
senescent cells of for the skin. Yeah. Okay, so then walk me through how did this happen then? So that you're doing all these testing in the labs yeah. and you're noticing what's going on with people's yeah. with, with the skin that you're testing for. And animals. then we are noticing that the aged skins, the more they are like older, the more accumulation of markers related to the senescent cells we have. Got it. Okay. So after realizing that and seeing that products are not targeting those senescent cells, we started like looking for molecules that would specifically reduce the accumulation of these senescent cells in the skin. Okay. So we start like screening peptides because our biological molecules that can have an activity on our tissues. And we start looking like really like you have in the lab a lot of different spots with skin cells. Yeah. So we put one peptide in each uh, well like... And then we look, okay, we're able to count the number of senescent versus non-senescent cells. Oh, So okay, I can sorry. understand, okay, this peptide increases senescence or decreases senescence, is toxic or not. And doing this, we did this in total in over 900 peptides. And we found this one that we called OS1 peptide that was really like very safely reducing the accumulation of the senescent cells in the skin without causing like any side effects. Oh, wow. So you, tr you tested 900 peptides. Yeah. And this is the one peptide that, that performed was, the best. That performed, that performed the best. The yeah. Best. So just how did you find it? How did you know to even look there? I mean, because before you guys, was this a known peptide that other people no. were using somewhere else that had the, like, so how did you even know where to, like, how did you even find in the first place? Yeah, so we started testing antimicrobial peptides. This was in collaboration with a researcher in Brazil. Okay. So he had like a library that's basically a sequence of 200 different peptides. Yeah. We tested those 200s and we got like four peptides that performed really well. From these four peptides, we created 800. So basically, we made like modifications on the sequence of the amino acids. Mm -hmm. And then we generated like a new library of peptides. And then we tested again because we want to optimize the, the mm -hmm. efficacy. Okay. So after the second screening, we landed on OS1. And OS1 showed like the best effect of reducing up to 50% the amount of senescent cells in the skin. And what happens is if you have like fewer senescent cells, you allow the healthy skin cells to proliferate. So imagine that you are removing what's driving age in your skin, and then the skin cells that are healthy, they can proliferate, they can produce more collagen and causes this rejuvenation effect like from the inside out because you don't have those, you know, pesky cells that were like really yeah. causing the trouble and secreting inflammation and collagen uh, degradation and so on. So, but why is it that a peptide would have any type of patent? Like, isn't it, a, why wouldn't it be available to everybody? Yeah, because this is a novel peptide from when, once we generated like this new library, basically, basically we created like new sequences of peptides that yeah. never existed. Oh, so you seek the, it's the way you sequenced it yeah. together yeah. that makes it special. Yeah. So yeah. like if I was some random Joe, which I guess I am in the business <laughs> of skincare. So if I was somebody who wanted to just make my own line of anti-aging skincare mm -hmm. products, right? And I found OS1, would it be a different formulation than what you guys sequenced together? 
Well, if you get to the same sequence, you can't use because that sequence is already patent. Because we were the yeah. first one to discover that sequence. Oh, then that's okay. So you were the first to discover yeah. this particular sequence. Yeah, and then which we, is why people can't use and, it. Yeah, yeah. and for it. the application for this. Yeah, for purpose. the application. Then we validated that this peptide can reduce the accumulation of senescent cells. So therefore, for this specific use, use. Only one skin can, you know, it's allowed it. to use it. Can someone else use it, let's say, for the cardiovascular? Can they use it for the joints in your knee, like you were saying? Can they use it for wherever? I don't know, name something, you know, your brain. Like, you don't have the patent on those, right? Not specifically on, on those conditions, but in order to patent, you need to, to have data. So you need to basically, you know, Pro show, yeah. prove that yeah. uh, it works for other conditions as well. So this is like a miracle in a way for skin, though. Yeah, this is the first peptide that has been validated to reduce, you know, the aged cells in the skin and also to reverse the, the biological age of the skin that really makes the skin to behave like younger skin. Yeah, what again. does that mean? You keep on saying that, like it reversed <laughs> the biological age. Yeah. So what was that, like, what does that mean? Like if I'm 39, would I then look 32 or like wh what happens? Do I look, do I have like Benjamin Button? Do I get younger and younger looking as I go or like what so happens? We have this chronological age that's the age determined by the year that we were born. Right. But depending on our lifestyle choices, yeah. like each organ of our body can be aging in different speeds. Like uh, yes. someone at the same chronological age born in the same year because one is very exposed to sun damage one smoke one have very bad habits yeah the skin can look like uh, older much older much yeah. older and there are tools that you can measure this biological age that's the, the functional uh it's not using the telomeres but reading the dna like it's on the dna level yeah oh what's it called is the epigenetic yeah. profile of the oh, yeah. yeah so okay. it's basically the dna methylation got yeah. it and okay. then we can measure these methylations on the dna and this can tell us the biological age meaning like how this uh, tissue is functioning so i can be 36 years old and my skin can either be functioning younger the same age or older, older than mine yeah. so this tool of measuring like the function of the age function of your skin we were able to see that when you treat the skin with the OS1 peptide, we can like reverse this biological age of the skin. By how much can you reverse so the, the age? So the test uh, that we have done in the lab, we reversed 2.5 years on a skin that was 72 years old. That was 72. So yeah. I would look 70 versus 72. But this is in the lab in the and lab. It, was, okay. uh, it was a treatment over five days. Yeah. So it's a very, you know, specific kind of condition. We are running this study right now in humans. Yeah. So we have like participants using the product for six months and then we need to collect biopsies. And from the first study that we did, we have a, in, an indication that we can reverse 3.3 years after 12 months. Yeah. And this was a very small like study with like only 11 participants. So now we are repeating this study with like 35 participants. So we hope to see uh, yeah. age reversal in six months. We don't know for how many years, but uh, this is coming up soon. But at least we showed already a trend. Like we can, in the lab, we showed that we can reduce. That's good. Now we showed the humans in 12 months. We want to see how early we can actually validate it, that we can measure yeah. this age reversal. Wow. So this OS1 peptide, how is it different? Like, you know, 
in the longevity space, uh, biohacking space, peptides are like the, it's it's super popular, yeah. right? You have a ton for different for inflammation. You have BP BBC one five seven. You have all these yeah. things, right? For weight loss, is it technically is a peptide a pe- is it just basically instead of injecting it for whatever it is, it's in the form of a cream, a cream yeah. basically. Yeah. Yeah. Or like, because people, some people take it under the, like, you know, they, they have a, t- a tab. A, like yeah. A in our pill. case, because we want to address skin aging, we formulated the peptide in a topical formula. And uh, the first question that we made was like, can this peptide penetrate the skin? Because if it can't penetrate the right. skin barrier, it won't function. So we did this experiment in the lab. We actually can apply the cream on top of like ex vivo skin, you know, pieces of human skin that we, we can culture in the lab. And then we can see how much goes into the dermal layer. Dermal layer is the, you know, the inner layer of the skin. So we could validate that the peptide reaches the derms. And that's why this is the first peptide that's been applied on the skin to address, you know, the accumulation of senescent cells and it's able to reverse the skin. And anytime that you either inject or take some peptide, when you put it inside your body, this goes to the bloodstream yeah. and it can get to any place inside your body. Mm-hmm. If it uh, doesn't get digested in your stomach. Yeah, right? a lot, yeah. yeah. And a so, lot of times if you so, take a pill, you don't even digest it anyway, depending yeah, on your gut health. Yeah. It, it other, depends if we'll be absorbed yeah, Digestive system is a whole so other thing. So our yeah. goal for skin and... Uh, if you apply directly on the skin, the skin is, you can apply topically, deliver specifically there. We can have like we can guarantee that the peptide is acting where we want to act. Right. Yeah. You're not losing peptide yeah. to other parts of your body. You're not uh, just like going <laughs> over your digest system. Yeah. Yeah. So we are like guaranteeing that the skin is receiving this peptide. Amazing. So with people who have been buying the product or using the product, what has been their what was their feedback? Like, besides me saying I like it, what, is that, what, has, what has other people said that you know, that you talk to, that you've that's been customers and all that other stuff? Well, we receive all kinds of, like, mm-hmm. you know, reviews. Most people see improvement in the texture, in the overall appearance. The skin looks plumper. You decrease, like, fine lines, wrinkles. People see an improvement in the skin health so people that usually have like a more reactive skin or more inflamed redness we can decrease that because your skin is becoming healthier we are reducing inflammation we are you know basically making your skin more resilient to deal with like the day-to-day damage that we are exposing every day so we see a lot of like you know, feedback in terms of people that have some kind of, you know, rashes and now they don't have any more because basically your skin is in a healthier state. It's also clean, right? There's no parabens and anything no. like that. Like, but everything... And, oh, go ahead. Sorry. No, and one other like comment that we see a lot because we, we are on this approach of treat not only your skin of your face that like a lot of people are already aware they want to treat because they want to look better, like younger, yeah. but treat the whole body. And then we get a lot of like people that are already like, okay, I can use like short sleeves again because like I have less crepeness on my skin. Right. I have yeah. less rashes and irritation and itching. Yeah. So Smart every time we receive this. like a review like that, that yeah. really like changes like how the person is feeling. Totally. Yeah. It's really like we get it's really very... impacting their quality of life. It right? is. Yeah. Yeah. Again, it's like it's like kind of those things. It's common sense, like the fact that you guys made a body cream yeah. 
yeah. not just a face cream because if it works on your face to reverse aging, of course, what, people also age on their neckline yeah. or their arms or their legs or whatever. Like it makes sense. And like to show you, like, I mean, if you're just listening, I actually brought down my own because it's half full. So if you're looking at it, that's why. But everything says prep. So does everything have to work? Because the products that I have here that I've been using is the skin, like the wash, which you call one skin prep. Mm-hmm. And then you then you have the eye cream, and then you have the moisturizer, which is called the face, but you call it topical supplement. So, I mean, can you use one without using everything else, and it's still effective? Like, what, you don't you have to use a whole the whole system. So every single product was developed with a clear intention. So yeah. the face was the first one. Obviously, we want to treat our face and you know neck and hands. Then we want to treat the whole body. Mm-hmm. So if you are, if you care about your whole skin health, we developed this body product for for that purpose. So the prep is to cleanse your skin, so prepares your skin to absorb better the face product. And finally, we developed the eye product because we were studying the differences in terms of the skin on your face and the skin around your eyes. And we we noticed, and by studying the the, the different you know, structure of the skin, that the skin around your eyes is much thinner. Yeah. It ages faster. And actually the biological age around under your eyes or above your eyes compared to your cheeks or temple is around like 20 to 30 years older. It's shocking. <laughs> I mean, we see in the mirror that like yeah. it's the first wow. part that wrinkles, but the, seeing the data that like it's actually t- behaving as 20 years older, yeah. that so was the, like, wow. Wow. So the, the skin around your eyes yeah. ages 20 or 30 years older than the other skin, like yeah, than your, your cheekbones, yeah. than your yeah. chin, than your, yeah. wow. Yeah. So knowing that, we thought, okay, we needed to develop a more potent formula that has a higher concentration of the peptide, and then we added like other actives that really helps, you know, the, the firmness and the elasticity of the skin around your eyes. So that's why we created the eye product that was the most recent launch that uh, we had this year. And the clinical data, because every single product, we run a clinical study, meaning that uh, another you know, set of professionals will test these in people and they will validate the improvements in the skin, okay. both like through instrument analysis, but also through images. And the data from the eye, clinic, uh, the eye product was like the strongest one because it's a more potent it's a more yeah. Work. Yeah. yeah. I'm super excited to share my latest health obsession with you guys. It's called Metabolic Daily by Pendulum. Metabolic Daily is a powerful multi-strain probiotic that really improves your metabolism, reduces your sugar cravings, breaks down carbs more efficiently, and sustains your energy. I've been taking Metabolic Daily for a few months, and it's unbelievable the results I've seen. Not only do I never struggle with my cravings, but I'm seeing a huge improvement in my body composition from breaking down carbs more effectively. I love Penalin because they are really disrupting the probiotic market with clinically studied strains that aren't available anywhere else. They were founded by PhD scientists and are backed by the Mayo Clinic, and Halle Berry, who recently became their chief communications officer because of the results that she's seen. They're the only company with, I think I'm pronouncing this correctly, it's called Acromancia, a next generation strain that's called the keystone strain for gut health. 
You can get it as a single strain or in Metabolic Daily. Plus, you guys can take 20% off your first month of any Pendulum product membership with this code, Jen Cohen. So go now to PendulumLife.com and use my code at checkout. Trust me, you will feel incredible. Okay, so enough with the scream and the skin health. I'm curious now with the two of you. So you guys, like you moved here to, yeah. and then you guys were figuring this out. So in your research and all of that, you realized you have this great idea. So did you guys partner together and call, like how did you build a business if you're two scientists with two other scientists back yeah. home in Brazil? How did you build an entire business without having the, you had the accelerator, right? Yeah. yeah. So did they help you raise money? Like how, what, was, what was the process to make this actually a legit business, not just a product yeah. that, you know? Yeah, so at the accelerator, they give you like a small funding that uh, you need basically to survive until either you get to sell your product or to raise more funding. Yeah. So once we decided to embark on this journey of like finding new molecules to actually reverse aging, we got, a, got the attention of some investors. So we got some additional funding. And then we spent... Uh, who almost, was it? Who was your... Fun, who was uh, your... Initially, were some investors from Brazil. Like uh, angel investors? Yeah, okay. more angel investors. And they were interested in longevity. And they were interested in, in the science that we were doing. And the only thing that they knew is that we, we wanted to find a molecule that could actually reverse aging. They, we didn't know if we were, would create a product or a brand. So it took us around four years to get to this peptide and to do all the studies and the validation and to really show, okay, this peptide is different from any other molecule in the market. It's, it, we have something special here. So should we develop a product? Should we license this? Right. Yeah. And then eventually we saw that, you know, the path of like developing a brand and bringing a product to the market was more challenging. Yeah. But, was new, uh, but was exciting. Yeah. Well, that was what I was going to say. Like, if you guys did the other route, which was, like I said, like yeah, just licensing it out, yeah. Yeah. it's a way easier business model yeah. than yeah, building a brand. It, it, yeah, then it's done. Like, we license yeah. what the company what? will do. Yeah. And now what? <laughs> and, like, will they sell a product? Will yeah. the product will be good? Yeah. Will people like it? We got so excited about the idea of like bringing this to customers. As Carol mentioned in the beginning, we uh, coincidentally we all like join like researching and doing science as our background because we kind of had this dream of one day translating the science into something. So when we got to that point was when we realized, okay, we can make our dream come true. Like we can bring. We don't know how we will do this. It's a huge challenge, but we can finally like transform all this knowledge that we have been accumulating, all this science into a product, and people will use that. Yeah, it takes so, a, it takes yeah. a lot though, like to build a brand, it and, takes the, a lot. And, and to like and also when you're developing a line of skincare, it's a biotech company. Yeah, you know, it's like a biotech it's a biotech company. company. That is that takes a lot of investment and funds. Yeah. yeah. So how much did you guys initially raise that we were able to? Uh, we before we launched, I mean, 
by the time that we launched the brand, so mostly invested on science, we raised like seven million. Okay. Yeah. And then after that, we raised an additional uh, thirteen million. So up to date, we raised uh, twenty. Sorry, additional six million. So up to yeah, date, thirteen million. That's all you've raised. Yeah. yeah. Okay. I mean, that's a lot. By the yeah. way, that's a lot of money for, to for, raise. Yeah. I mean, for biotech's not a lot. For Doesn't like it? a consumer brand, is a lot yeah. because most consumer brands don't have a lot of science behind. But it really speaks to the amount of like investment that we, we put into the science. Absolutely. Well, interesting. I was going to say for, you know, a science backed company, that's not a lot. But in terms of the fact that you guys raise that kind of money, yeah. that is a lot. Yeah. And like, are people buying it? Like, how are sales? Like, are people finding out about it? Are people catching on? Like, what is the... I'm curious. Like, I know my experience. I'm not... I basically am in my own silo of my friends and people I know in my world. But outside, like, are, are people finding out about it on their own? Like, how are you promoting it? Yeah, I mean, since the beginning, we were always, like, present in the longevity community. So we mm. got to connect with people that are very well-known in the longevity community. So, for example, David Sinclair is a, obviously a, a well-respected researcher from Harvard. So eventually he launched a podcast and he talked about the science of looking younger for longer and then one skin was in that podcast so we also got connected with peter diamandis that's also a longevity enthusiast and then he wrote a book with tony robbins and they mentioned us in 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 their book so we are very happy that people that are into longevity that are into science and very like disruptive you know technologies are getting to know about one skin mm -hmm. and they are the main ones that are really like spreading the word about one skin obviously we do our marketing and we do yeah. everything mm -hmm. that we can do to amplify you know amplify our that. reach yeah. but uh, you know all the, the the main i would say uh boost to our growth came from those organic like mentions yeah and uh, that's where we want to be. Yeah. We don't want to be when only beauty has been, you know, it's been discussed. We want to be when longevity is being discussed. And we want to be the company that's treating your skin from, you know, that longevity angle. That, that's a great answer. I, I appreciate that. And I think that's, uh, I, I've never, I think that just the, the angle you're taking with calling it skin health and science in that way, I have, I've never heard people talk yeah. about it that way. I mean, that's how you differentiate from yeah. all these beauty yeah. brands, you know, even if, I mean, I can't imagine because like you said, there must be some brands out there who are putting a lot of backing in their science, I would imagine, but they're still, they, they consider themselves a beauty brand, right? Not a skin health brand or yeah. a biotech yeah. brand. Like yeah. who would you say, I'm curious, who would be like in line with what you guys do? Like, I don't really, can't, I can't think of them, but I don't know. Yeah, I, because we are so into this longevity community, yeah, yeah. we know that, okay, there are many people focusing on supplements. There are many people focusing on like uh, di diagnostics. So if you want to measure your, you know, your glucose level, yeah, yeah, or yeah. if you want to measure even your, your biological, sleep, biological age, age yeah. sleep. sleep. We, we correlate yeah. ourselves more with this type of company that yeah. like uh, are related to wellness yeah. than we... Then so you're more like, like a wellness beauty. company, yeah. which is, by the way, how I got to you, yeah. right? Versus a beauty company, because yeah. I know nothing about the, I mean, that's not what my space is, yeah. the beauty world. 
But you're right. Like if you're going to be leveling, if you're going to be like monitoring someone's sleep, uh, their recovery, their glucose, their skin, like it's in that bundle yeah, that you yeah, are. Exactly. Yeah. And also trying to simplify that skincare routine. That, so smart. Yeah, yeah. It doesn't need to have like 10 steps. It can be very lean and effective and contain like the main ingredients that are targeting the right you know, the right process in the case of, you know, skin aging, you know, the- you know what I find interesting? I don't see a sun. I don't think you guys have a sunscreen, which I find interesting. It's coming up. Okay. Thank God. I'm like, <laughs> I'm yeah. employees of the skin yeah. health company I know. and yeah. I have a sunscreen. For so sure. to, to develop a sunscreen, it's FDA regulated. It takes longer. Oh, yeah. uh, okay. So that's why like it's, uh, let's say from our essential line of skin products, it's the last one to be mm. like a, a yeah. launch, but um, it's coming up. Oh, okay. That makes We're more sense excited. to me. Okay. Yeah. I love it. Thank you. Gar- I mean, by the way, I, like I said, I'm a fan of your product. I use it. As you can tell, I have a half a bottle of this mm. stuff. I like, it also feels, like I said, it feels simple, Yeah. which for me is what I like. There's no heavy cookie fragrances. It's just yeah. plain and the, I, I like I, this this OS one thing. Uh, I, I think you're onto something, girls. I think you're gonna have a brand. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, can you tell people where where they can find it, how they can buy it? Um, it's a subscription-based brand too, right? You can buy either like one time or subscribe. Oh, you can buy one time. Yeah, okay. you, you do have a discount when you subscribe. And we we recommend using the product at least like for three months to see the results. All the clinical studies we show significant improvement after six weeks, but it gets better with like 12 weeks and with, with continuous use. So you can choose, but usually we recommend subscription to make sure that we are consistent. Consistency is key to see results. I love it. Okay. Yeah. Well, thanks. And oh, you can find us on our website, uh, oneskin.co, and also follow on Instagram. On Instagram, also at oneskin.co. And uh, subscribe to our newsletters. We love sharing like... Uh, I have it. It's yeah. good. You got a yeah. good newsletter. Yeah. Right? You got a good one. Yeah. yeah. We share like a lot of tips about skin health, longevity. We share a lot of the data that we generate in our lab. So it's a, it's a really good way for, you know, the, the people out there to see the behind the scenes uh, at One Skin. Absolutely. It is. It's actually a great newsletter, a great product. And like I said, I really love the ingredient. Thank you so much, you guys, for being on here. Uh, thanks Thank for you. This was awesome. Amazing. Okay, bye. This episode is brought to you by the Yap Media Podcast Network. I'm Hala Taha, CEO of the award-winning digital media empire, Yap Media, and host of Yap Young and Profiting Podcast, a number one entrepreneurship and self-improvement podcast where you can listen, learn, and profit. On Young and Profiting Podcast, I interview the brightest minds in the world, and I turn their wisdom into actionable advice that you can use in your daily life. Each week, we dive into a new topic like the art of side hustles, how to level up your influence and persuasion, and goal setting. I interview A-list guests on Young and Profiting. I've got the best guests, like the world's number one negotiation expert, Chris Voss, Shark, Damon John, serial entrepreneurs, Alex and Layla Hermosi, and even movie stars like Matthew McConaughey. 
There's absolutely no fluff on my podcast, and that's on purpose. Every episode is jam-packed with advice that's gonna push your life forward. I do my research, I get straight to the point, and I take things really seriously, which is why I'm known as the podcast princess and how I became one of the top podcasters in the world in less than five years. Young and Profiting Podcast is for all ages. Don't let the name fool you. It's an advanced show. As long as you wanna learn and level up, you will be forever young. So join Podcast Royalty and subscribe to Young and Profiting Podcast or Yap, like it's often called by my Yap fam on Apple, Spotify, CastBox or wherever you listen to your podcasts.